Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is back, presenting over 20 expert speakers on all things social media. Visit smwcda.com for more information. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. But it's R-U-W-E-R. That's and right. they changed it just to say the Mosul region because they felt it was difficult for people to say. And we yes, spent it is. 15 minutes trying to figure out how to say it. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello, and welcome back, or welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays. We are so happy you're here. Happy Friday. It's wine time. <laughs> Yay. So we're outside. Shelly just looked at the outside bell, but realized... You should have used that if I wasn't tied up to a microphone. That's true. <laughs> uh, Otherwise, I'd ring it and ruin the whole recording. Yeah, we don't want to do that. This is our 12th episode, and nice. I am going to pour... We're going to talk about Rieslings today. Yay, dry You're, Rieslings. Dry Rieslings. Not yeah, we're not really sweet... I mean, we're sweet people, but well, we're that's not. That's a pretty colored bottle. You like that? Kind of an aqua. This was short. That was not a toast, by the way. <laughs> Just so you all know that. That was not a toast. That was an errant touching of the bottle <laughs> to the glass. <laughs> that was a real soft one. And I'm going to pour a third glass just so that we can revisit without having to have a bunch of glasses out here. Because we have two Rieslings that we're going to pour. Uh, this one is a 2018 Dr. L Riesling. It's from for Dr. Lucen. Uh, he is very, very renowned in the world of making really good Rieslings. So you said this Riesling, Shelley, was from Mosul Zar Ruver? Well... It's the Mosul region, and they used to call it Mosul Zar Ruer. Ruver. Ruer. Ruver. It's pronounced Ruver. With a W. With a, yeah. Okay. But it's R-U-W-E-R. That's and right. they changed it just to say the Mosul region because they felt it was difficult for people to say. And we yes, spent it is. 15 minutes trying to figure out how to say it. Right. And uh, so we're going to toast this up, but we've got fresh strawberries we're having this with, too. This yeah, because the chickens left <clears throat> us a few. <laughs> How kind of them. <laughs> the chickens got up on the deck one day, and I'm working below the deck, and Shelly's like, are you watching the chickens? I said, yeah, they're not eating the strawberries. Not down there, she says, but on the deck they are, and they were, those little vixens. Okay, so this has got a really, really pretty nose. Uh, very reminiscent of a Riesling. I get confused with Rieslings and Viognier's. They, and even some yeah. Gertz, Gertz yeah, Viognier's have a definite peachy. Yeah, 
taste, and they're kind of, they taste like, I mean, they feel like peach juice. Yeah, and the they they do. They don't taste that sweet, but it's they certainly have that feeling. a thicker juice, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, mouthfeel, yeah. So <clears throat> we'll go ahead and toast this up, and then we'll talk a little bit about this one. To health, wealth, and abundance, and gratitude. Moments and peace on earth. And peace on your earth. <laughs> peace on you. And, and your giggles. And your kisses. You heard her giggle. That's really cool, isn't it? It's very cute. Here we go. So there's some wines that have a very, very low residual sugar, but still taste sweet. I think this might be one of those. Cause what I, is the residual sugar? Uh, I don't know. Do, do our notes <laughs> say what the residual sugar is? I, think I haven't we, seen that yet. Let's uh, bring those up. Because it tastes pretty sweet to me <clears> for a dry Riesling. But the alcohol is only 8.5, so I love that. Well, this doesn't tell me anything. It says the residual sweetness, 9.1 grams per liter. The hell does that mean? What did you say about the alcohol? <laughs> 8 8.5%. 8.5%. Both of the wines that we're having tonight, I believe, are both 8.5%, if I'm not mistaken. Well, <clears throat> and Dr. Lucen has a lot to do with both of these wines. Right. He is, like I said, very renowned in the world of Riesling. So if you talk to people that really know their wine, there, there's really nothing that beats a well-made Riesling, is what they say. Yeah, well, Riesling is surprisingly the most popular varietal um, for Americans. And I was just looking at this. This is a medium dry, so it's not really dry. Hmm. It's definitely not dry to me, and it has a bit of effervescence on it. It does have a little effervescence, yep. It's very pretty color. It's nice. Very pretty color. So this is kind of the entry wine to Dr. Lucen White. And this is the 2018. 18, yep. And this is about a 12 to $13 bottle of wine. Um, it's really easy to drink. It is. It's still a little too sweet for me. So that, hopefully our next one will be a little less sweet. Yeah, we're going to have to finish this one before we open that next one. Uh, what It'll else? It'll be a long pause. <laughs> be a long pause. No, it won't. I can drink it pretty quick. Oh, we can dump it in the so first glass. So you can talk about <clears throat> Dr. Lucen. Ernst Lucen. Yeah. Is a German winemaker and owner of the wine producer Weingut Dr. Lucen. Um, located just outside Castle in the Mosul region. So he has won a lot of awards. Did you say Mosul or Mosul? Mosul. That's good. Mosul. <laughs> 70,000 annual bottle production is his Riesling uh, company in, in Germany. And they won Riesling of the Year in 1989, awarded by the German Wine Trade Magazine. Oh, here you Fine go. Schmecker. Fine Schmecker, you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, his reputation is really, uh, it precedes him. 
Yes, some other awards too. You got winemaker, German winemaker of the year in 2001, and Decanters magazine man of the year in 2005. So, Dr. Lucen traveled the world promoting the fine quality and long tradition of Riesling as a great wine in Europe and now, of course, New World, right? Mm -hmm. So, in 1999, 21 years ago, he approached Chateau St. Michel with the idea of joining forces after discovering their winery's Cold Creek Vineyard Riesling. And together, now they produce a really nice Riesling called Oroica, which we're going to open in just a moment. But I was going to say, back in the day, uh, Chateau Saint-Michel was really known for their Johannesburg Riesling. And, and now, apparently, reading about this, the Columbia Valley in Washington is an area that produces more Riesling than any other American wine region. I did so not know that. So why is it called Johannesburg Riesling? Because we don't, in the United States, we don't go by regions. Um, we usually go by grape, grape varietals. Variety. So yep. did they name it Johannesburg because it was supposedly in this style? That's a good question. Oh, are you going to dump your wine into the other glass? That's a pretty good idea to have that third glass out here. Wasn't it? Yes, it's like a dump bucket. That it's you can not a dump bucket. Drink it's, out of. That's right. We're not we're not <laughs> dumping there. Should I do a rinse pour on this? Yes. Oh, I just about caused this episode to be ended. Much to the joy of our listeners. I say, can you please end it now? Did you know that there are over 10,000 different grape varieties in the world? Some are still being discovered and identified. To be sure, most are simply genetic mutations or clones from existing grape families, almost all of which have occurred naturally over time. But it hints at the enormity of the world of wine. Don't worry, only about 75 of these are regarded as important grape varieties, and only about a third of those are considered to be noble grapes. This is good news because it suggests the truth that once the rudiments or fundamentals of wine are learned, one will possess that foundational knowledge forever and not forget it. It means that a functional and effective grounding for wine knowledge can be obtained fairly quickly and it will serve the learners well for the rest of their lives. To experience wine like this, book and reserve your Culinary Stone wine tasting classes, which are every Sunday at 2 p.m. right away. Visit culinarystone.com for more information or simply call 208-277-4116 to reserve your spot. Let's see. Okay. So we're going to pour the Eroica. Uh, did I tell you the story of Eroica? A little. Would you like to pour the Eroica? And I will talk about the story. Okay. So, Eroica is a labor of love for two of the world's great Riesling producers, where old and new philosophies intermingle to create exceptional techniques. So, Dr. Lucen approached Chateau Saint-Michel, said, we need to, to get together and produce uh, a Riesling with 
the traditions of both Old World and New World. It's kind of in the same time as when a lot of the people from Europe were coming over and doing partnerships, like the Mandavi... Rothschild. Rothschild, yes. And who else was doing that? Um, well, the whole Long Shadows thing. Yes. Well, that Long Shadows is fairly new, but... Yeah, you know... The Opus One was back then. So that's with the, Roth, the Rothschild and Mondave. Mm -hmm. But Long Shadows has... Yeah, so the Long Shadows has a Riesling, it's Poet's Leap. <clears throat> they have six different wines in their collection. Each of their wines are with Washington fruit produced... In the style of... In and the style of and from a well-known winemaker from a region. Yeah, so definitely. we'll do, because Shelly got me a couple years ago, probably three years ago now, a whole collection of the Long Shadows wines. And she does this. She gives me really nice wines and then tells me when I can drink them. Not yet. Well, we're going to do... In fact, the first wine we tasted, they said you could, um, even though it's a white wine, <clears throat> you could lie that down until 23. So that's pretty good. It's three years. The Poet's Leap? No. The Dr. Oh. L. Oh, the Dr. L. Mm -hmm. This could be laid down for three more years. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I wonder that's if it... five-year-old... Can we check to see if that's fermented in um, cement Still. tanks? They're steel? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right, let's get into the Eroica. <clears throat> we won't do a long, obnoxious toast. We'll just toast to America. Yes. North America, because you're a Canadian, eh? Yes, hey. <laughs> we don't say hey anymore. We say hey. Hey, sorry. Is that a nice hey? I Look at the legs on that. This thing has got legs <laughs> that go on forever. Sorry, you guys can't see that. No. Just take a picture. Hey, I will take a picture. I've got my camera right here. So we need to actually <clears throat> do a an episode where we do a Facebook Live in front of the court catcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me sw try to swirl. Okay. So you're going to swirl? Mm. Do not, please do not get any juice on my computer. Living dangerously. <clears throat> I am living dangerously. Okay. We'll do portrait. And we'll do one time. Okay. Okay. Let it go. It's hard to get those legs, isn't it? Here's some better ones. All right. I'm just going to do a regular picture. You swirl one more time? No. Look at the legs right okay. there. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you. We will post those. You'll be waiting on bated breath. <clears throat> did we toast this and taste it? Yes. We did already? You didn't taste it. I think we I did. You toasted it. Oh. <laughs> no, Shelly has this habit now before we record to make sure that we have a glass of wine before we record. She claims it glass. takes a half hour to get set up. I a glass of wine because it takes him <laughs> half an hour to set up. So we have to have a little bit. So this has been a partnership since 1999, <clears throat> and they use Washington State grapes for this. Yep. So a couple of, uh, and now, it, from where I'm seeing from wine.com, we just picked this up this afternoon, actually. Fred Meyer. <coughs> Fred Meyer. No, that's not the right tone. You're Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer, yum. yum. <laughs> no. Okay, edit that. Freddy's. From Fred Meyer. <laughs> Half the things Shelly says is, edit, edit. that out. Uh, 
so this is available. This has got some scores from Wine and Spirits, 92 points. James Suckling, 91 points. Robert Parker's Wine Advocate, 91 points. Wine Enthusiast, 90 points. And Wine Spectator, 90 points. And some of the critical acclaim notes, uh, James Suckling, a fresh and clean white with green apples, sliced pears, and green mangoes. Medium body, crisp green and vivid. Mangoes. Whoever eats green mangoes. Well, I think uh, James Suckling does. <laughs> Robert Parker. Everyone seems to love what Robert Parker says, although I think he's a little old-fashioned. <clears throat> Shelly right now is distracted looking for the chickens. She's going to yell at the chickens on this recording to get out of the strawberries. They're not there. Robert Parker. The 2016 Riesling Eroica is a great success offering up a fragrant but elegantly understated bouquet of peaches. Ooh, uh, understated? White cherries, like with the green mangoes. Who eats white cherries? Citrus blossom. What do they mean by white cherries? On the palate, it's light to medium-bodied, mm. off-dry, and stony. Oh, I get the stony. With mouth-watering acids and refreshing spritz. For the price, it's hard to beat. This is uh, under 20 bucks. We got two bucks off today. It was nineteen, I think, seventy nine at Fred Meyer, and we spent seventeen something or other. And it, Aroika is uh, inspired by Beethoven's Third Symphony. That's right. So the winemaker notes on this wine is: this Riesling offers sweet lime and mandarin orange aromas with subtle mineral notes. The mouth-watering acidity is beautifully balanced by flavorful Washington Riesling fruit. Aroica is blended. Aroica is a blended statement of the finest Riesling vineyards in the state. To achieve the Aroica style, they strive for bright fruit with crisp acidity and enhanced minerality. It's it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It is. It really is mm, good. It's slightly less sweet than the other one. Yeah, it yeah, is. I would say that. So, talk to me. Last week was our 11th episode, mm -hmm. right before the 4th. Yeah. What, what number 11 in sports rings a bell to you? Last week? Aren't we talking about 12 right now? Yeah, but we didn't talk about the numbers last week. Oh. 11 is always a quarterback number. How about an NHL guy, Mark Messier? I don't know him. You Really? <laughs> How about Isaiah Thomas of the Pistons? Yeah. Not the Isaiah Thomas that went to the University of Washington. That was named after this Isaiah Thomas. Oh. All right, let's talk about number 12. The 12. The 12s. The 12s. That's right. <laughs> Seahawk Nation. Yes. Hashtag Go Hawks. <laughs> we, we do like repeat Carol. Yes, we do. <laughs> and um, and fight on USC. That's so in the past. <laughs> uh, somebody from Spokane who had a really good year, uh, sorry, career in the NBA, John Stockton, number 12. Is he number 12? Mm-hmm. I saw him in the airport not too long ago. How about your, your buddy, Joe Montana? <clears throat> my buddy. I wish he was my buddy. <laughs> But he's not. Why do you say that? I just say it because you know who he is. And then Terry but Bradshaw, like the also number 12. 40, the Niners. Was he number 12 with the Niners? He was. Niners. 
He was also probably number 12 with the Chiefs. Do you know he played with the Chiefs? I did not. Nobody remembers. Just like they're not going to remember the other number 12 that I'm going to mention that used to be with New England. Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Who's now Tampa Bay and will not have anything near what he's used to. His career is going to fizzle out. But I digress. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say such mean things about Tom Brady. Yes, he's been that. What I just said about one Tom of Brady. Our insiders' children <clears throat> is named Brady after him. So we and don't. He's the cutest kid on the block, though. Yeah. So the <laughs> things I said about Tom Brady are about as nice a thing as I can say about him. Oh come on! I don't like New England at all. Well, that's only because you like the Hawks. And this is not New a England sports cheats. show. No, it's not. I should start a sports podcast. No, no more podcasts. <laughs> okay, so Shelly Webb, tell me a little bit about your week as we wrap things up. Hmm, well. We have some news. We have some news because we were going to do a three-day social media summit here in Coeur d'Alene. It was supposed to happen in June. We postponed it to September because of the coronavirus now we've been watching the numbers, and I don't necessarily believe the numbers, but I still think it's too chancy to hold an in-person event. And a couple because, speakers said, we're not going to come. Well, because people don't want to travel. We don't know what school is going to do in the fall. So it is now an online event. So it if is. you want to learn more about social media, um, you can buy a ticket. They're on pre-sale right now for 125 It's a three-day conference, more than 20 speakers. And um, we are also going to have some prizes. So that's going to be really fun. You know, this is going to be the sponsorship spot right here, right? Is it? Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> so we have had two conferences now. This will be the third. To a person, everybody who has attended has said... Something to this effect. Oh my God, we thought you were just going to have people around here. You have people from all around the, the nation, and we do. We bring people in from all around the nation. We have some cultivated great relationships. Speakers. Yeah, we've got some great speakers that know Amazing their speakers. stuff uh, about social media. And uh, that's why uh, so many people have started listening to this uh, podcast because we've learned from these people, uh, the speakers, and we know how to do social media. Plus, we both have companies. Yeah, <laughs> I've been doing that. it for about 10 years. Uh, let's see. Oh, do you have a social media tip since we're on social media? Social media tip. Try to stay positive. That's actually a really good tip. Don't talk about religion or politics. Yeah, and if someone wants to take you down a dark hole, just stay positive and neutral. Because... Unless you are a church or a political campaign, there's really no reason, in my opinion, and probably Shelley's, I'm not going to speak for her, but why go down that road? So that's our social media tip. Uh, what else? Our next actual International Wine Day is Albarino, and International White Wine Day is August 4th, and Albarino days are August 1st to the 5th. The first five days of August. 
So uh, we'll get those in a couple weeks. Uh, we will be tasting through an Albarino. We both love Albarino. Talk about effervescence. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Good stuff. Uh, what else? Anything else? What am I missing? Oh, wines that we had this week. I don't think we had anything delicious this week. Maybe not. Nothing notable. And leave us a note in the comments about what wines you've had this week and what really stood out. Please. Until then, have an awesome weekend. Thanks for listening. Big shout out to the music you're hearing right now to Todd Hornby. Guy's amazing. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and of course, romance.